0: Our team at Rolling Bones Outdoors is here to help you create memories that will last a lifetime. Are you ready? Let's hunt the world. Thanks for joining us today for this episode of Hunt the World with Rolling Bones Outdoors. Welcome to the Bone Cave. As always, we are here with tons of horns and fur around us. Um, I'm Brian Maiman, co-founder of Rolling Bones Outdoors. And to uh, my right is Mountain Man uh, Brian Martin, who is uh, officially a resident of Spearfish, South Dakota. We're proud of that. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to
1: Spearfish. I
0: don't know if Spearfish is ready, huh, Brad and Bleed? No, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> but we got you, brother. You're here. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh! And then across the table, as always, the one and only hashtag three ninety three, Brad Dana. So I always say that, but I got to tell you, it's because because three ninety three lives in our bone cave, and he he looks directly. He's bugling and screaming directly over our podcast station. And so I look at this, and there's two animals in here that when I look at them, I go, wow, and shake my head. One of them sits right behind my desk. It's a 204-inch typical four-point Four point. What, mule, deer. Um, mule deer, and he's yep. 34 inches wide with deep forks and carries his mass all the way out and no, yep. tr- no trash, really. It no, almost, it's just like, just, whoa. Just giant whoa. Just whoa. whoa. Wow, that's a real deer. That's the wow factor. Yeah, and then this thing. And this this, and, is, oh and then this thing is—it's like every time I sit in the couch over there, which is was not often enough—I go, holy smokes, look at the beams on that. But anyway, yeah. w- so welcome to the Bone Cave. Um, today we're going to talk about uh, Alaska fishing, and um, I think it—you know—it's—it's it's the thing we've vetted the most in um, from a fishing perspective. We do have some great fishing camps on. They're consequential to all the hunting camps we've been to, most of them. But Alaska fishing hasn't been my wife and I and Brad and. And uh, Brian, you have, and all of us have been vetting these places um, over the last several years, but the last two years, um, I've been to a bunch of them personally, Uh, but we're going to talk about that, Um, but hey, before we do that, just, just real quick. Go over and check our membership. Um, You need help with application service, concierge service. You want to put a hunt plan together. You want somebody to help you with your next adventure. uh, You're looking for um, hunt layaways, you know, an easy and affordable way to manage uh, uh, and get involved in your next adventure. Give us a call. Uh, We help our members out in all those capacities and would love to help you out. Um, And you can just uh, Google or go to rollingbones.com and click on become a member or full access, I think is what it says right on the front of the website. Um, So anyway, um, but uh, yeah, we're going to talk about fishing, opportunities, expectations, and costs today. Um, I like that. Um, we're going to talk about, uh, opportunities, expectation, and cost. So I expect Alaska. to catch a lot of fish, expectation, expect. To catch a <laughs> <pleasure>. <laughs> so I got to tell you real quick before we get started last year, uh, was the last summer or summer before, um, uh, last summer, no, the summer before, yeah, the summer before, um, uh, Lucas Lindley and I mm-hmm. went up in June and we were on the Russian, um, on the head of the Kenai the day, the, um, uh, the day the so is it the so the pinks, the, the where you can floss them. The day the, the, the I mean, day the, the, that it opened, God. the day it opened, and we floated down. We saw doll sheep up on the mountain. Okay, we had a grizzly bear or a brown bear right on the edge of the bank. We got the we floated down to the mouth mm-hmm. of where the Russian comes into the Kenai. We got out and we started flossing, and you could see this fish stacked in there all the way across to you and you were just flossing and you literally could see your fly come across and wham, a fish just grab it and take off running. And uh, I had never, I put the fo- I put the uh, uh, pole down, I caught my limit, put the pole down. I had more fun watching my son and my wife catch fish. And it was absolutely, if you've never experienced the Kenai salmon run where you go in there and floss them, it is it is worth if you're a fisherman or fisher person. I'm just going to say fisherman, okay? Um, uh, it would be it would it would behoove you to get a hold of us and see if we couldn't get you uh, that trip organized. But anyway, um, just that popped into my
1: mind. You know what's it's funny? Place. Because I've had some well, I've had the best, most unbelievable fishing trips. Incidentally, to hunting trips, you know. Going up, being in Alaska, catching every species of salmon—it just is. Yeah, like I said, we've vetted the these day. places
0: consequential to oh my hunting. Right. So d- tell us about that one because you did that. You guys caught every species. Yep, it was just
1: as as my buddy Brian says, gin clear water. Right, I gin mean, clear water. You, you can't tell how deep it is because you look down and all you see is the bottom of the rocks. You know, and and it's just perfect water and you just see fish everywhere they're bumping into your legs you know I mean, it's so cool it, it is it is just a blast and you just fish i mean you just fish until you get tired of catching fish you know um yeah because you and caught rainbows you caught well you caught all species of salmon there. salmon yep yeah salmon, and, and uh we caught, we caught something else too up there i can't remember there was some other Extra, you know, extra that we
0: caught, but it was it was just. What's the wolf of the water up there? They 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 eat the spawn. They're right, um, uh, little fish, Um, not grayling. They are like a salmon char. 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 Yeah, that's what the the char was 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 full because I remember that trip we were on. I caught a bunch of char too, Um, and I caught a seventeen pound king on an ultralight.
1: And then and then you know you'd eat salmon for supper. You know that was that was cool because at that point we were still down low enough. We weren't all on Mountain House, thank goodness. Yeah, but uh, yeah, oh man, what a fun place, and, you know. And we've, you know, done moose hunts where you've caught pike, just, uh, yep, just crazy. I mean, it's, yep,
0: it's whitefish. Yeah, it, it is yeah. nuts. Al- Alaska, the fishing opportunities obviously, it's the, one of the largest fisheries in the world, right across th- uh, that um, big, uh, what is it called, the Gulf of, uh, um, the Gulf of the Bering Sea, right, is another peninsula that Russia owns called the Kamchatka Peninsula, and that has the that has the, the largest fishery on that side. So if you look at the two peninsulas that come down, the Kamchatka, and then if you looked at Alaska, the Kenai and all that, what you have is you have millions of years of fish runs that go up into these tributaries. And these salmon migrate back in there, and they start in, you know, really late May. Right. And and it runs June and July, and there's fishing opportunities clear into August, September. Um, but it is, uh, it is pretty amazing. Um, <laughs> and so it, it is really, really amazing. The opportunities there are amazing. But anyway, the one that I re- wanted to reference that is because um, the Russia side has a, a fishery that's close to the Alaskan fishery, but different. But, but different. That's exactly right. And and uh, um, but Alaska has um, the pinks, the the humpback, right? The humpies. The humpies, the dog dog salmon. Dog salmon, a uh, king, mm-hmm. silver. The pinks are the sockeyes, right? Yep, sockeyes. Yep, the pinks are the sockeyes. The dog salmon, the silver, and then um, kings. What, what's dog- the
2: slang term for silver again? Uh, is it co, uh, co- no. co-ho? coho coho I, I don't remember right? the silver is the
0: coho I think it is um but the silver um but anyway all those can be running in I- at the same time around there it's it's pretty amazing now we did something a couple years ago too um my wife doesn't like cuz we did the other we'll talk about the halibut fishing in a second but let's concentrate on these uh, salmon maybe with the opportunity part um the salmon from the Kenai to the Casilof to uh, um, all the way down, there's a lot of opportunities. To, everybody thinks the the king and the salmon run on the Kenai, but there's a lot of great, great fishing right around Anchorage. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And you got, um, you have the uh, um, uh, what was that river I was on? Um, uh,
1: you were on the Casilof and the no uh, the, the,
0: um, the one I floated. Oh, the Squintna. the Squentna and the Yetna. Okay, the the, the, uh, the Squintna comes into the Yentna, and the Yentna runs down, and uh, um, we have some opportunities. So Lindley, um, we've we've done a few different types of uh, fishing adventures up in Alaska. The last one was her favorite. We went to Anchorage. Okay, and and we can set this up for all of our listeners, for anybody. We went to Anchorage. Well, we so much so that we have a guy that can catch, that picks you up and sh- shuttles you around. I mean, it's it's cookbook. It's super easy. It's perfect it is it's perfect for if let's say a wife like okay I want adventure but I don't want to live on a boat and get up at 3:30 in the morning and be the first one on a bank and watch the sunrise and have uh, be clubbing off brown bear while I'm catching um, fish because that's that's that, that's more than my heart rate wants to pallet today you know what i'm saying Um, so what we did was and and I don't want to make Lindley sound like this prude um, but she just didn't want to do that again because she has and that was a lot and so what we did is we went to Anchorage flew in and we've set this all up you're exactly right we'll have somebody uh, pick you up you don't have to bring a pole, waiters, nothing. We have a guy that takes care of everything, checks you into your hotel. If you want to rent a car, you can rent a car. If you don't, you can Uber all over Anchorage and there's public transportation. But if you want to go see downtown, downtown Anchorage is a lot of fun. They've tried to manage the homeless as best as they can, but it's it's really, it's, there's a lot of history there. But anyway, our first day we went to there, we went to all the shops. Um, it was a lot of fun. The next day we went out to Regal Air um, and, um, we flew out to a fishing camp and we left at eight 30 in the morning, landed at 9:40, 940, 9:45. got off the boat and, um, on the float plane, right. Um, landed, they handed my wife a pole. They said, throw it out into the current, start reeling it in and you'll feel the spinner open up and probably first or second cast, you'll catch a fish. Second cast, Lindley hooked into a 26 pound King. And, and next, I'm, I don't even pick up the pole. I'm videoing her. Takes her 25 minutes every time he gets up to the bank. Her arms are like, I don't know if I can do this. She catches a 25-pound king. Lucas, his second catch, has a 18-pound king on. So now I got my son and my wife there with an 18 and a 25-pound king on. And I'm, I'm filming them on my camera phone. And so we caught fish till our arms fell off on the bank. Went in, had a lunch. And then the guy goes, "Let's just go up some of these tributaries and go back." We caught we Lucas Cook hooked into the biggest king we caught that day. Lucas caught a thirty-one pound king, and we hooked into one that we have no idea. But and it, you could not it was this big. You couldn't turn him. He got into the current and he stripped. He immediately just stripped the the, the line, and he he was gone as 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 golden is gone, and uh, literally. Um, so we f- f- fished all these back streams, and then we came in, and then the, fl- the plane about 5.30, 6 o'clock, lands, we got on the plane, we we're back to Anchorage by 7, and by 8 we o'clock we're at Sullivan's having a steak and halibut, <laughs> and uh, in bed that night, um, so what we did was we did a five-day trip, uh, two days off and three days of fishing, and we floated um, the Kenai, the Upper Kenai, to the Russian, we did... Um, uh um the yentna and then we did um lost camp on a lake and we caught and on there we caught rainbows that were you know every other cast you know and that you, might be an exaggeration. And you, did, you did bear
1: watching too. Oh,
0: and then we went yes, and it was a seven day trip. We did three days of fishing, two days off, and on the sixth day we went down to Lake Clark and we did the bear watching, and it was all in one big package. And I mean we set it up I and mean, right. we vetted it, we, but we've we created a package. we made the whole
1: great big package. Yeah, we've
0: created the package. That's right. So anyway, when you talk about opportunities um, and expectations. That's what Alaska has to offer because of these um, air charters that we're organized with. And it can be amazing. And you don't ever have to leave Anchorage. Right. Which is one of the things,
1: because you and Lindley did that before, where you went out. And that, she didn't like that as much. And that's a rougher, wilder, right. gnarlier deal. This right. is This is pretty civilized. So so it's an enjoyable family adventure like that. Mm-hmm. Plus, n- n- this is not for everybody. Getting up at three thirty in the morning, like where you did it, and you, you know, you got up, you had a nice breakfast, you had plenty of time. Right. I mean, you don't. I mean, it it doesn't get dark up there. You don't need to fish for 22 hours.
0: Well, okay. it's funny you say that, because the other opportunity we had was we went down to Homer and um, uh, Kasilof, right? And it was a great towns and great places. But we did the hardcore get up and get on the Kenai and, and do the uh, Kenai rip strip, you know, they call it flossing, but you're in a boat. You, you get up at 3.30 in the morning to try to fight people because there's, there's only so many banks that go yeah. and you get on that. I've, You've done that.
2: I've done the Kenai I've done the uh, fishing out of Homer with the, uh, where you go out and catch all the chickens. Yeah, yeah, so we did that. You go out early in the morning, you're out six to eight, six, seven hours. Yep,
0: and then we did that, and then we did the chickens, and then on the way back, we went over to uh, um, Whittier. And then we did a trip clear out to Montague Island on the far side to to, to catch these gi- – allegedly we were going to catch these giant – no chickens, but giant halibut. And we did. We caught 168-pound, 124-pound, a 99-pound, a 78-pound, and a 45-pound – Those um, are big because uh, the chickens
2: are 20 to 15 to 30 pounds. Right.
0: And, so, and we did that, but those – Good eating. Great eating, and those are a little bit more aggressive, like you were saying. Yeah, I mean that would be a dude. Oh, that yeah, would be that w- four that, guys. That, that, that would be what we would do. Hey, yeah, guys, those gr- that's further. Let's grind it out, man. Exactly.
2: So uh, my first trip to Alaska was on Admiralty Island, and there was a lodge there, and that uh, place is since sold, but it was a uh, really nice place, and I think they have new owners. And um, and then we went over to Q. Um, U. Island and hunted black bears uh, during the day. Ooh. couple of days and that was awesome they they had the crabbing they had the cod um they had the halibut they had it was yeah really good fishing and lots of bears well, lots thing, of bear watching
1: one thing we're doing is we're working on getting more fishing trips in there but we're so busy putting hunting trip i mean we have so many hunts even to put right. in but uh we that's the other thing we you can call us and we can kind of And there's, there's fly
2: that. fishing like on the new Shugash river a couple of my good friends um, I was just going to say one, Drew. One, one of our outfitters, mm-hmm. yep. who's one of our better mule deer outfitters, and he does fly fishing trips on, like, the Smith River and those. And he used to fish for years, at, like the Alaska Rainbow King, with, like Ray Ray, Ray you know, whatever. And he was one of those old school outfitters. Yep. That And uh, um, and they had the Rainbow King and Alaska Rainbow Lodge, I believe. And that was on the New Shigak and those were really famous.
0: Well, and we're going to – like, Lindley and I are going up to do the, the Drews this year, and we're going to do a couple of those other ones up um, more towards Nome. Um, where's that place? Uh, I can't think of the name of it right now. Um, uh, what was – Bethel. Uh, um, uh, Bethel. So up out on that way because they got gonna, some – Are you going to stay at the famous motel? Um. Mm. Mm. <laughs>
2: uh, is that the ooh. one that they rent by the hour oh yeah they did yeah, and you, they
1: woke me up in the middle a... of <laughs>
0: night and I didn't know if it was Russell and Brad going at it after oh being in the bush God. that long but I figured <laughs> out it
1: wasn't because it was above me you, you, you may not get Lindley back there uh, <laughs> uh, this might she's be the, a one and
0: done deal she's the one that set that <laughs> <laughs> hotel up for us because we landed yeah. and I called her we on w- the sat phone and right. said Lindley we need a hotel get a reservation at the nicest Hall
1: and we showed up and I looked at Brian and I said I thought Lindley got the call her back tell her get and get the nice one. And I'm like, you call her and tell her that. Cause <laughs> this it, is the it,
0: nice one. And Brad goes, this this isn't a Hampton or a Hilton or a Hilton property. It's just You so, going to bring your own sleeping bag and have oh, yeah. sanitizer. You know what? Actually, it wasn't. Yeah, it was bad. So anyway, um, <sighs> but... Uh, um,
1: so no, there are more paved roads in Afghanistan than Alaska. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah. We, we had a great tour
0: guide. <laughs> we have vetted the stink out of Alaska and we continue to but here's the thing, it's a. it is honestly for an outdoors person, it is the it's a land of opportunity. It's unbelievable. Especially but those, if you have a plane or a boat. Yeah, those fisheries up there. But here's the thing I found out. This this us getting organized with um, these two air charters has allowed us to put adventure trips together that are more civilized than the ones that we have originally went on.
1: And? You having a, having a representative there that picks you up and gets you from point A to point B and helps you with all that stuff yeah, you if you know you've what, never done it, that it takes that it so actually, much out. you're right it
0: actually is a, an amazing asset we have a concierge up there his name's Mark and yeah. Mark um is is super high up in the editorad and yeah. he is an organizing freak and i'm telling you um, we have done this for the last two years where he, our, our clients just land and they, he picks them up at the airport and he's their, he's their Alaska quarterback or coach. Yep. Because the other thing we did around that trip is we did the Lake Clark bear viewing. Then we did the Denali. And saw all those moose and in Denali and all the baby moose and all of Denali, and then um, and then we and then we also rented a car one day and went down to Homer and went to the Salty Dog and had fish right on right on the water. So you know there's there's so much of that. It doesn't have to be. You know most people's expectations are is that you have to get up there and go grind it out, but you don't you know you don't have to. It doesn't have to be. Or you can do that. Our uh, cost cost can vary. Um, there's fisheries right outside of Anchorage. You can go you can go fishing for two to three hundred dollars a day um and catch lots of fish. And the other thing is is there's a lot of places that'll process the fish, flash freeze it, and get it home. Um And so if you're looking for fresh salmon, you're looking for stuff like that, um, amazing. Take a couple fifty-pound coolers. Yeah, or you buy them. Um, Walmart's loaded. No, I
2: mean, as you take a, you get a cooler and take fifty pounds worth a fish in it. Exactly. And, you get two and check
0: sh- and ship it. Oh, check it and, and bring it home. That's exactly so right. You check
2: two of those and then take your one duffel with your gear in it, and you got three, and you you pay for the other one. It's not that bad. Right. Cheaper if, than buying it at uh you know Walmart.
0: And we have cabins up off the Russian and in, in on the the, the headwaters that are up high on the Kenai. That you can check into, and it has fishing every day, and so you can go fishing for $1,400, $1, bucks. World class fishing for a family of four, or you can go spend. Um, we got places that you can go fly fish. You the can largest. spend more. You 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 know you're looking for a fifteen twenty thousand dollars and catch some of the biggest fish on planet Earth. Um, we got those places. Sleep. <laughs> you swallowed pretty hard. So
1: uh, you know what? Um, some of uh, the adventure. Is the planes. Yeah. You yeah. know what? I mean, it adds, if you're going to bring a couple of kids Great. up there. Um, you have a
2: better chance never, of if, crashing on an airplane than you do of dying of COVID. Jeez. <laughs> With or without a mask.
0: <laughs> Who invited you, you to do this, this
2: today? Probably you didn't get enough
1: sleep last night. Um, I did But know you know actually. what? If, if your son or your kids, you're bringing your kids up and they've never been on a float plane, you know, something like that. That's
0: really. And if they're neat.
2: small, you can put them inside the float where they carry the extra fuel and the fuel and the water pump.
0: So I got to tell you a quick story on that. So I'm a hard ass dad. Okay, I, I probably was too much of a hard ass with my two boys, um, and I didn't give them an inch, and I expected great attitudes, positive enthusiasm, and engaged in everything fully. Right, and and Lindley and I would, if we ever had discussions with a purpose, it was over how to raise kids. Well, Lucas was 17, and we went up there with him. And I was so pissed at him because I thought he stayed up all night gaming because we got on the float plane for the first time, and we got out on on Lake Hood. And it was pretty calm, but there was a little bit of chop. And we get on this float plane, and we're blah, 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 blah. And, of course, and not, I'm not saying this pretentiously, um, but but I've been on a gazillion of these, right? Right. So, so I'm on the lake, and we make the t- corner, and I hear Roger, Roger, from 4-3, I'm taking on the west side, and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, that venture's beginning, and um, that's, you know what that means to me? That's code for... That's code for me yawning during a podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's code for me going to sleep. And the paper so, will put you to sleep, too. And so we're... They have just the
2: right vibratory pitch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so here we are. I'm, I'm sleeping. Especially if you have earplugs. And in. Linley and Lucas, I've just totally missed the moment that they'd never been on a float plane or a bush plane before. And so you say this. Yeah. And so I was just so pissed at Lucas. So like three months ago. He didn't sleep. So three months ago, he goes, Yo, you're so pissed off at me. I'm catching fish. And, I, he, and he loves fishing. Right. And it took him two hours to even say anything once we landed to the fishing guide. He was and I, sick. And I was so mad at him. No, he was so wound up and so nervous that he literally felt like he was going to throw up. He was sick oh. because of the flight and the anxiety and the night before. Oh. He was nervous. He'd never been on one. And he goes, for God's sakes, when you go up oh. and you feel those floats dropping underneath you, like you missed a step walking down the steps, and I'd never related it to that, but that's, he goes, that's what it felt like under me, how you miss a step or forget. Oh. There's a, an extra one there and mm-hmm. you, you jolt. And he goes, I looked in the back and you're sleeping and mom's talking. Cause she's nervous going to the, to the uh, pilot. And, uh, and so everybody's handling it differently. What's your favorite memory? <laughs> What's your worst memory of flying? Yeah, that's, that's Lindley. That's, that's, <laughs> that's Lindley. So what do you like best about being a bush pilot? So how well, far and,
2: are we going to go? Well, and then, and, and have you ever well I guess you couldn't do the Mile High Club with your son in the plane, could you?
0: <laughs> and we oh. weren't going to be a mile above the uh, um,
1: the ocean so, floor. So my wa- that's one of the things, because I really want to take my family up and do that this summer or next. But at time, it's just so hard to work it in for me. But my wife, she, I think she would... Not do well with the float planes, but she well, might have to she's drug not her her nearly something.
2: as adventuresome as you are, Brad. So here's what
0: happened. So after we did the first one day, and she okay. was good, Lindley was good. That night when we got picked up, they were excited about it. They landed, it was all perfect. Then two days, a day later, we were on another plane. Then it got easier for them. And then by the time we did the Lake Clark, where you fly out. And you land on the, the the beach with a wheeled plane. Um, they were like they were absolutely digging it and loving it. And then they figured out that this is no different than jumping in a taxi in uh, the a, lower forty-eight. It, it, and, it sounds like
2: and, my black bear hunter that I took that one time in BC. My, By the fourth day, I got it figured out that I wasn't going to crash. Exactly. The first day, he didn't talk for like two hours.
0: That was Lucas. Well,
1: sometimes that's a blessing. It depends on the guy, right? <laughs> um, you guys. Uh, so anyway, yeah, but, that's that's a good that that's something. Um, but here's the to thing: think with, about with it is it's just with something. Your family. It's it's really an adventure. It's a good I, point, bro. I, I try to always act like let's not because I see those big the the, the uh, Piper Cubs and they got the big old Alaskan tires on. I'm like, let me in there. You know what? I mean? Okay, I gotta be. This is just part of the deal, right? Because I just I, I enjoy the heck out of that. They're fun. Uh, they I, are fun.
0: I would also say this about cost. The the more flying you're gonna do, the more expensive right. yep, this yep, game is yep. gonna be for you. Yep. yep. So if you this go, is an expensive Uber, it's, yep.
1: it's this is this is the Uber XL XL.
0: That's correct. So if you want to <laughs> go to Lake Clark because you want to see the bear experience, then I would say we can pick that one, and then you you miss a couple of these extended day trips that are fisheries. Then do a local fishery. Yep. Go 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 north up by Wasilla and grab a fishery up there, and we can set all this up. We can be conscious to budget, and we can be conscious to payment. The, the bear and thing, that's why you use us. The
1: bear thing is really neat, but it's probably not for everybody. Mm-hmm. There, you know, I mean, you're there. You are right in the stink of a bunch of brown bears. Yep. And that that may not be everybody's cup of tea. And it's a chunk of change. It is Just expensive. ask Timothy
2: Treadwell if he was still alive. with brown bears? Oh my alike? gosh! Yes,
1: the, we're not going to ask him for his opinion. The that
0: Asians drive, drive the judgment. price, and I don't mean this like like the, right. sir, the, the Asians they're, drive they're the close. price. Um, For the brown bear because they fly over. And and the ones that don't go up to um, the Kamchatka Peninsula come over to um, Alaska, but I
2: don't think they fish a lot. They just take photos. No, they
0: do, and 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 they're 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 amazing. But they drive the price because they come in and they'll pay to go see that, and that's yeah. what drives the price. Because you can fish, you can fish at two fisheries just north of Lake Clark, and actually the Lake Clark fishery, we could send you in there, and you're gonna pay forty uh, percent less to fly there and fly back and go fishing than you will for a brown bag right. lunch to land on that R- beach
1: just to see the. F- now, m- uh, my argument would be <laughs> the float plane experience is worth paying more just to add it to the adventure mm-hmm. for your family. Float planes are great. Oh my gosh. It's, it's, it's just
2: and, cool. And, 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 and you know we went out and they're actually the, safer than wheel planes.
0: And the Yentna has, what people don't think is they think that everybody that needs to go to Alaska, the Kenai, the Kenai, the Kenai. No, I didn't like that, the Kenai. That's I won't not true. do it again. Thank you. That's And I, I, I didn't dislike it. It's like going for a
2: vacation like Manhattan like and, 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 and like the day Thank after you. Thanksgiving. It's it. You right? know what it is? It's or like or a Black Lives Matter parade. No, thank you. It, it's 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 <laughs> what like
0: go, it's like going to. For me, it's like going to um. uh, uh what's the one in uh, uh? What's the big town in Hawaii? The big one. Honolulu. Honolulu. It's New York on the beach. If that's your thing, perfect. But I'd rather go to the Big Island, go to Maui. No, if it's like a topless
2: that. beach, I'll go there. But but <laughs> lots of scenery.
0: But but here's the fact of the matter: is that the Kenai is New York on the beach in a lot of places. Yeah, yeah. I, I so we have a lot of other fishing opportunities that the cost is. Uh, um,
2: the Kenai is an experience. I did it, but I, I yeah. actually enjoyed the chicken fishing more.
0: Well, you know what? So I, did did the, we. I, I did the I did the the Kasilof. It to me was better than the
2: Kenai. I did a float for salmon with one of my friends outside of Portland, Oregon. When you float through Portland, Oregon, mm, no, it's. I mean, you can catch some big fish sometimes, but it's it's a zoo. Yeah.
0: So so good question um, that uh, bleep has here. Mosquitoes. Okay. Um, the mosquitoes um, where we were. There's a breeze on the Yentna, enough where we didn't have a lot of mosquito problems. What, what no month net. and what month was it? That was June. And there are mosquitoes, but you—it's only if you get back in the bush.
2: The tund- the tundra is, is, is the worst. If you get way back yep. in the bush where the lakes and stuff are, and, and but if you're close to the ocean, mosquitoes are not bad. The that's wind. what I was
0: gonna say. And law lo- and, and not Lost Creek, but and you um, can wear
2: a head net if you have to because you're not glassing. It's really hard to glass brown bears with a head net on.
0: Yeah, right. but but fishing, you're not glassing brown bears. No, you can wear a head net. Yeah, in the lake, the lake there was a lot it keeps more you from fish. picking your nose. But too. the rivers, there's not a lot of fish, or not a lot. I'm sorry, not a lot of fish. A lot of mosquitoes. And then the gear um, here. here Here's here's what you're gonna need to take because if you if you book this through us and we help you with this, Mark's gonna meet you and he's gonna have your waiters rain and, gear and, and a fleece. Yeah, you need a you need a you need a fleece, a puffy, a rain gear. Okay, and I would also say get some real uber light Kelly, um, uh, Helly Hansen, the rubber. Um, what are Improtec. they? protect? pants for fifty bucks. Roll them up and you put them in a little day pack, and you can have your fleece, your puppy, puffy, your rain gear, and a pair of moderate hiking boots. Um, gloves and an extra pair of socks and then a ball cap and sun uh, sunscreen. sunscreen and a good pair of sunglasses um, and that's all you need because when you get there we're going to have the poles for you or our outfitter will have the poles if you're doing a local fishery and you need um, uh, waiters uh, Mark has all the waiters you'll need for your family, you don't have to go buy them. Like for years, I'd go up there and buy waders and then just leave, mm-hmm. leave them. Yeah.
2: But the extreme guys can go buy like the Sims, yeah. gu- Gore-Tex guide waders. Well, yeah. it, well if, if
0: you need that, they, they they're back taking
1: to nothing. Just yeah, bring bring your bring the ones you got. If I mean, you're that's no big
0: deal. If you got it, if,
2: if you're a if hardcore you're, guy, bring your fly rod, it, whatever. If you want. you're
0: if you're if you're us going and we're doing a dude trip and we're doing this, but then we're not doing a day in between rest and going sightseeing in Anchorage, we're flat up. Yeah, you're killing, grinding it out. But but then you just bring your then the only thing I would add is you bring your own waiter boots but here's the thing about Alaska you cannot wear um waiter boots and neoprene waiters. it's illegal you you have to you, have you have to have um a lot of these lakes you have to oh, have because of, because of the, um, you the, the, the you can't wear the bacteria yeah,
1: you can't wear the
2: yeah you can't
1: wear the felts can't
2: wear the felts. Yeah, yeah no, but, you, have yeah, to but wear, you can wear something different. You, you yeah, can yeah, wear, you, yeah. You just, you just can't, can't wear the, the felt bro. bottoms. I mean, they, that, that's getting a, to a be. lot of
0: these guys want one piece boots. Felts in. are
2: kind of like a COVID mask. Yeah, bacteria yeah. catcher.
0: So, so anyway, there, there's are some rules and laws that different outfitters offer different things, but but we would have all that wired together for you. Yeah. But if you're going up there, you're right. You you would just go up there, and we would bring our own waiters. And if I was going on a guide trip that I'm going to do this and jump around, I'm bringing my own waiters. Yeah. But if you're taking your family up there, you want three days of fishing, five days of sightseeing, we can organize this whole thing for you. And uh, yeah. you, you have nothing to worry about. Cost, um, like I said, it can, it can vary. Um, gear, super simple. Um, and the other thing I might do if I go to Alaska is bring some extra tufts or some lacrosse um, you know, shin high boots. Um, Because to have those in your bag, to fly up there, to have with you when you're doing this, jumping in out of the boats and stuff, I don't particularly like to stick my feet in neoprene boots that everybody else has stuck their feet in. You mean you take like the muck boots? I take the muck boots, the extra tufts, um, uh, those lacrosse rubber boots, whatever your flavor is, you know. Um, red wing, trigger well, stand, guide boots. Yeah, just take some take some rubber boots because me personally, I got I don't like my feet into where everybody else's feet's been. So when we go up, we always throw a pair of those boots in. So that that's a good question on gear. Um, and uh, yeah, it, the fishing's amazing. I'm telling you, you you can catch more fish. What'd you say about the dove hunting? You shout more. To you it's easy to become. An, well, you said something. <laughs> well, it's easy to become an expert or
1: or a very very proficient because in one day you shoot more than your 10 buddies in their entire life. Exactly. I mean, that's just, just that, that's the truth. It's a reality.
2: Yeah. It sounds <laughs> like <laughs> the red light district in, Th- in Thailand.
0: So it, it it's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> at least we got the wor- world traveler here has a different perspective. I've never
2: been there. That's from some of the, uh, the Navy SEAL guys that you uh, know that told me about that place. So... They told me I've never solicited that they, feedback they, from them. They um they, they gave <laughs> me a they, they gave me like what they suggest is a good schedule. The, the <laughs> diet, I've never took them up on it the though. The
1: diet Coke versus the
0: regular Coke analogy from them, <laughs> huh? But anyway, you're right. So fishing yeah. is the same way. You go to Alaska, you're going to catch more fish, yeah. And and it, it is absolutely amazing. So I yeah, I I guess,
2: guess. yeah there's more fish and in, in, uh, in one place in Alaska there's in some entire states. <laughs> it's just nuts.
1: Well, and it's different. I mean, we have a blue ribbon trout stream. Three blocks, two blocks from my office, right? But it's not the same kind of fish that you're catching up there. It's just a whole different, it's just different. It's just way different. Yep. And, not that.
2: And great, and great eating fish
0: too. Oh, amazing! We brought we brought a hundred pounds of fish home. I mean, uh, actually, I'll bring in some tomorrow. You got I mean, a freezer salmon. Right. I'll bring in some. I'm going to bring in. I'll bring in fifty pounds of fish tomorrow because I have a bunch of fish that I need to make is, sure it, is, it is doesn't getting go. freezer burned. No, it's not getting freezer burned at all. But I'm going back <laughs> this year and I'm going to get another fifty pounds. And I have probably <laughs> I have probably fifty to seventy five pounds of salmon in my freezer right now that's been professionally. Uh, um, vacuum Frozen? sealed, yes, and and it's <laughs> it's no professionally processed, vacuum sealed, and in there. And uh, I, I'm never gonna get through it with Lindley and I, there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, she,
2: she, li- she likes to cook as less than you do,
0: yeah. Well, I don't mind cooking, but um, but w- sitting in here, you know, working with you every day, we go out to eat a lot, so anyway. Um. Yeah, I think you know what it's. The, I really enjoyed this because it brought back a lot of memories for me. I got to tell you, watching my son. Okay, actually, my son's watching my oldest son catch a 168 pound uh, halibut. That's big. And 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 fighting this thing. And when he got up, he hooked it through the dorsal fin. Oh,
2: it was a fighter then.
0: And so it took an hour and a half to get this thing to the boat. It's like
2: fighting a tuna almost.
0: It it was ridiculous. We thought it was a shark because a halibut don't fight like that. But it had all the leverage. It had all the leverage. And um, to watch him do that, to watch my youngest son, to watch Lucas. um, Uh, Better than Game Boy. It it was unbelievable watching him land a 30-pound king. A big hen, and then getting out of the water, unhooking it, and just letting it go back in there. And on, you know, on the Yentna in Alaska, it was, it was, it was, and to have my wife who loves fishing um, get on a boat and catch 20 pound. And actually, literally, bleep, I'm not kidding you. Hand me the rod and say, Brian. You got to quit filming because I I I I don't want to cast because then for fear for catching a fish right now my arms are sore, and you just you know that's Alaska not every day but that's what you can uh, um, you know experience it, when you hit it. it.
1: It is the analogy of dove hunting down south. Yeah, you're yeah right. I mean it really is. It's just a whole different
0: deal. It's the world's greatest fishery, and it's 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 it, 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 the world awaits you. Get a hold of us. Thanks for joining us today. Um, head on over to RollingBones.com and check out our membership. I know I said that in the beginning, but really it's it's well worth it. Educa- savings, access, value, and education. That's really what we want to bring you. We want to save you a lot of frustration by serving you uh, by service, access, value, and education. So You know
2: the nice thing about fishing? You don't have to get preference points and bonus points.
0: Copy that. Really, that that's a great and point. the
2: taxiderm bills are a lot less. The taxi is a lot less, and you don't have to have five percent body fat. And you can catch, and you can, and you can catch a lot and release. And your them. guide's not going to scream at you when you miss. Yep, <laughs> there's lots not. of things. You're not going to get bucked off a horse and kicked in the head. You're not going to get drug over rocks. You're not going to crash a quad, or you don't need uh, strap on uh, crampons. You don't need any of that stuff
0: rollingbones.com will take you fishing instead of hunting we're ready to make your next adventure the best one yet i'm brian mayman with brad dana brian martin and mr brian leslie bleep and uh we want you to stay safe be healthy and until next time let's go hunt the world